Hello. Hello, Merlin. How are you today? Mm, good morning. Good morning. I'm very well. How are you? Uh, is it too late to say rabbit, rabbit, if it's the second day, technically? Aww. I was going to say it, but then I, did, I had the same question. Oh, this is like Gift of the Magi, except we both <laughs> got each other a rabbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Can you, st- I mean, but what is the answer? Can you? Oh, you know, that's, a, okay, let's go there. Yeah. I am, uh, some people are, they're going to say that they're a rabbit, rabbit originalist. I think it's a mov- movable feast. Like, you know, okay. like, uh, like breakfast or, you know, candle nights. <laughs> uh-huh. It's the kind of thing where like you bring a little of yourself to it. I, okay. So, so here's the spectrum. I think I can say that. Here's the spectrum. The spectrum is this. Okay. On the one hand, if you're, it does not count. What we're talking about here is, is the requirement that all people say rabbit, rabbit, first thing uh, on, on the first of the month. Now, who invented this? What's the history? Does this go back to the, the Greeks? Yes, yes. Uh, but technically, it was Jimmy the Greek. Okay. And uh, Jimmy the Greek. Uh, oh my gosh, I was going to try to do a, a off the dome rhyme with month, and I'm not going to do that. Um, but you know, Jimmy or someone else. It could have been uh, Heraclitus, Parmenides, uh, George Papadopoulos. Um, I don't I think know where it comes st- from. St- Stephanopoulos. I told this. I, I had the same conversation or similar with a uh, friend of the show, John Roderick, yesterday. And uh, I, I was saying, I think it's a little bit like, you know, that, 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 uh, that uh, anecdote that was passed to me through Syracuse, you know, that cutting the ends off the roast. Do you know that phrase? Yes, I've heard that phrase. And the short version is that somebody asks a parent, hey, why do you cut the ends off the roast? You wonder if we have roast. And they say, well, I cut the ends off the roast because, you know, my mom cut the ends off the roast. And mom does that because grandma does that. We eventually find out, you know, that the, the very, very old person in this anecdote says... We cut the ends off the roast to make it fit into the pan that we have. <laughs> so it's a, it's a kind of, I, love I don't that. know if I'm using awesome. this term right, but I think it's a, <laughs> a reflection on cargo culting in some ways, or like why, why something that we now take as received wisdom, uh, what is the genesis of that? I honestly don't know. Uh, I first heard it from uh, Heather Champ, who used to do it on her wonderful website, herumph.com. She'd always say rabbit, rabbit. Um, and I think that, or some people say- um, I always thought she invented it. I don't know, but th- wouldn't you agree that that was a very good site? Yeah, so it was- It was one of the original, in addition to her being a, an extremely gifted photographer, a Brady Spitz, she took the photos of my wedding. And, uh, and she and her uh, lovely husband were kind enough to do that for us. She's the best. And um, God, her site was a beautiful, before we even had said, called a site minimalist, I think. She had this beautiful site. So to answer your question, I don't know. Here's what I, here, the only thing I know for sure is this. Ultimately, a horse's head is unknowable to me. No, what I know is this: is that if you say "rabbit, rabbit," yeah. first thing, what does it do? You have good. You get good luck for the rest of the month. Okay. Have you put this? Okay. Have you really tried doing this? Have you put it to the test? Yeah, have my you whole quant- life is a test. Quantified man. whether or not you actually receive, and how can? Oh, you do absolutely! That? I got because a spreadsheet you, you for. You can't it. have a controlled study there. You can't have this you in the oh, same no, month. but it would be like a double blind where yeah. like necessarily i don't even know which half of the people did get vaccine that's right? what I'm, this is what i'm saying you this risk is this is our concern dude that you you <laughs> risk you risk half of the entire population having a bad month <laughs> right i don't know if we can tolerate that at this point Dan. it's all about risk it has to be ethical risk risk assessment risk amelioration risk management risk the board game reduction um, in forces Reduction in forces, citizens on patrol, really all all the kinds of things that we're dealing with on a global, uh, foreign and international. Bulls on parade. <laughs> I like 
I prepare. I have a whole list. I know uh, what you're going to say, and I write down my responses. And, and so here's my thought it. on this, on yeah. the continuum. Yeah. There's one end that's not even on the continuum. If you think it's on the continuum, you're incorrect. Read a, read a book. No. If you say it before midnight, where, wherever you live, and again, now, I guess a broad interpretation could be if it's, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere kind of situation. Yes, yes. You have to say it, you have to say it first thing, whatever that means to you. So if you say it before midnight, that uh, doesn't count. You have an opportunity then still to say it once it is the day. I, I think I one thought way it had to, to be your this, first, the first utterance that you make on this is this or yes. it's invalidated. Well, but I want to honor all the different traditions. You know, I'm not here to, I'm not here to tell you, you know, you can't burn a candle on Christmas, you know? <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's like, it's like the Maccabees said, you know, but our, our flag was still there. Right. So anyway, so because uh, all I know is if it, it doesn't count before midnight, I, I'm going to give you my interpretation for me and my family. This is the Lord that we serve. Okay. You, it has to be the first thing you say, the first time you wake up. Oh, so you can't just stay up till 12.01 and then say it. Maybe in your house, if you want to live that kind of cockamamie lifestyle, with all due respect. <laughs> well, I if mean, you want okay, to, let you me, th- be... okay, hang on. No, stop. Ah, Wait a second. Ah, if, right. it's, if it's New Year's Eve, okay. do you have to wait until the morning after on the first when you wake up to say Happy New Year? Okay, I'm going to give you a chronological dispensation on this Thank one. Thank you. I'm waiting. Title. And I think, I think <laughs> you know what? If you're having fun with it and you're up with Dick Clark, RIP to a real one. Or, or Ryan, somebody named Ryan, who's on television, mm-hmm. and, and you're watching that and you say, hey, 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 rabbit, rabbit, right? I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow that. I'm going to, you, you could buy an indulgence from me. Yeah. What if, hold that. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, what keep, if you, yes, you there, you there. Mm-hmm. What if you wake up parched at three in the morning, you've mm-hmm. slept for four hours already, Oof, can you say it rough. then? I mean, I, you're getting a drink okay, of water. So you, and you okay, say listen. It. If I understand correctly, if I understand correctly, you're asking me to move from the position of advocate to adjudicator. Is that correct? That is correct. I am now in the yes. position of you present me with with some with some scenarios. It's a lot like the time we played D and D in a men's room. La la la. <laughs> right. That was a very good episode. We should put that in show notes. <laughs> okay. Remember that one we yeah, did a D and D module of the bathroom. Like I, how do you get out of a bathroom? Yes, I do. Without a bugbear, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so. Eh, uh, I, I'm, okay, I'm happy to take that role here. Let me put on my fancy wig. Okay, all right. I'm doing my Ruth Bader Ginsburg cosplay. Sometimes on Saturday nights, I dress up like her and I dance around. I do some exercises with tiny, tiny dumbbells. <laughs> R.I.P. to a second real one. Okay, give, 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 run that by me again. I'm now in adjudicator well, mode. I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with some different scenarios here. So what if... I appreciate that. <clears throat> I, this is good practice for me. What if you have an understanding that you can't say it until you've slept, but you've only slept for like a little while and there's something causes you to wake up. Maybe you're thirsty. Maybe you've, you know, maybe a child okay. screams in the night and you have to go say, <laughs> you know, rescue it. Well, you have I to don't pretend know. to care. Yeah, I've right, been there. Right. So if you say it then... Okay. You used to be apart, but you're and parched. Yes, you have to take a sip of water or something. But the flip side of this is mm-hmm. okay. What if, let me rule on that. But go well, ahead. Okay. Well, this is this buttress is up against that one really nice. You're putting you're putting a codicil in my sanka. Okay. <laughs> what if you're woken up in the night and you say something like, "Okay, bud, it was just a dream. Go back to bed." But it's still the first. You still slept, and now you've woken up. Have you just ruined your chances? Go ahead and answer both questions, please. Thank R- you very rule, much. Rule. I'll take the third f- third question fifth. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, here's two things I know. I know that a horse's head is ultimately unknowable to me, but I also know this. 
is that wait you, what is that okay stop what is that from the second time you said it you want me to ask what is that Dan, from? moments snap together like magnets it's not the it's godfather the two lines from equus that i have been saying <laughs> over and over since i saw the movie in 1988 uh, you've never said Richard burton to stares me. at the camera and he says the only thing i know for sure is this a horse's head is ultimately unknowable to me or some such and the other one is moments snap together like magnets a psychological drama Film. Peter Pierce Schaefer, the guy who did Amadeus. Directed by Sidney Lumet, written Sydney by Lumet. Peter, a.k.a. Paul Schaefer, based mm -hmm. on his mm -hmm. play of the same name. A.k.a. Paul, they called him. That was his name in the Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> the story concerns a psychiatrist treating a teenager who has blinded yeah. horses blinding, blinding horses in mm -hmm. a stable attempting to find the root it's of his a, It's horse a special thing. Worship. Horses are a special thing. You know, isn't it uh, Jenny Agator? Is there any chance that you remember <clears> the actress from the movie Logan's Run? And American Werewolf in London. Do you remember her? Yes. Her yes, yes. I remember her from Logan's uh, run. That's and right. more the, the, importantly, Jenny and the Supremes, they're, they're all three in all, all of those movies. <laughs> Michael okay. York. So if you slept through the entire day through some misfortune, well, you, you, you were otherwise, okay, I think you kind of blew your chance. You lost a day and therefore you're not eligible. Now to your question, I think if you wake up after four hours of sleeping and you discover that you are parched, I think the concern here is that you don't want to find yourself saying, Oi, Gavolt, I'm so parched. I think you should say, Rabbit, rabbit. And then I'm going to allow it. Okay. Keep going. Give me one more. We, one, one, we got a show one, to do one here. More. One more. We got to start. One more. One more. Sidney Lumet. It's a very, very strange movie. Do you have to, when you say it, can it be... A whisper, or does it have to be like a barbaric yawp? Absolutely, you can totally. You could do it like you had on those, um, like a Keanu Reeves um, a microphones on your neck. You could just go. You could go so like, rabbit, rabbit. That's fine. Have you tried speaking to your Amazon lady in a tube with a whisper? You've, you've done that, right? Yeah, and it creeps me out. I'm never doing it it's again. So creeps me out. It's I hate it. When I do it. I but hate then when it. it does it back to me, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I don't you want it. Like you look like a baby when you sleep. Yeah, it's um, it's it's not wholesome. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Here's what it comes down to, I think, and I think this is without regard to uh, uh, race, creed, or color. And the next time that somebody says race, creed, or color, ask them to explain in two or three sentences what creed is, because they might say it's the guy from the office. They might say it's the boxing man who was on Arrested Development. But I think people say creed all the time. I'm gonna tell you something, Dan. I'm not sure I know what a creed is, but if you have a creed. Mm -hmm. Apollo or otherwise, or Bratton, Bratton, Creed Bratton, okay? <sighs> you must make a rule and follow your own rule. Dan, if there's anything we've learned about pound sign productivity, creativity, you know, uh, challenge your friends, challenge yourself. Yes. If, if there's anything we've learned about those things here on our program over the past, well, 10 years? Yeah, it's, believe it or not. 10 years is, is that you have to make your own rule and then you have to follow your own rule. And, and one discovers that even when one has made one's own rule, it does not make it an easy rule to follow. Do you know what I'm saying? If you make a rule and your rule is to have no rules and you live by that, then you're following the rules. Yes, it's the, it's the, it's the Cretan paradox. Mm -hmm. one, uh, one podcaster can only lie and the other one can only tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, since it causes you physical pain, you uh, know uh, daddy's the liar. Daddy's how do you lie. even, why, not how, but why do you remember that when I said I remember that? everything about you, Dan. Uh-huh. You look like a baby when you sleep. <laughs> I remember your banging hand. Uh -huh. I remember your banging hand. I remember, I remember that remember too. 
Yes, yes, I wrote a song about that, mm -hmm. and, and I wrote about your home inspection. I remember all of that. Remember the air conditioning unit? What about the kid practicing with the rifle in front of your house? Do you remember that? You're concerned. Do you remember the red light? You, you know what's weird? Only is I remember the red light. The kid went. Away. Oh, I still we should remember. do follow up on all these things. The kid. Well, here's some. The kid went to, away to college, and oh. then when COVID started and the lockdown started, he was back out there again doing Did it. Did he again. have his long gun with him? <laughs> sure. I mean, how could oh. he not? Well, you're sweet to say so. Go everywhere Stick with Stick out it. enough to beat you. Mm -hmm. Listen, if you have any questions, our next episode uh, of the program uh, around the first of the month, Dan, I, 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 uh, I've been meaning to email you this for the last minute. Okay. Um, we're going to do an entirely rabbit rabbit. Uh, how about this? Mm, wait. Call the cops. The next <laughs> Back to Work episode, you know, uh, you know, Dianu, like if we're here, you know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about rabbit rabbit and we will answer questions from you the customer yeah and if you have questions about rabbit rabbit you can send them to some place on twitter probably not to us and i want to talk to you about show notes i want to talk to you about something you like and i want to talk to you about twitter if people wanted to send questions to uh, questions that uh, issues that need to be adjudicated mm -hmm. wrt rabbit rabbit yeah or bunny rabbit what where would people send that do they send it to the twitter uh they would send it to twitter at all com. Dot com. Mm -hmm. Okay, and don't go to dot .biz because we don't own that, and oh, it's all porn. Ours. Remember that, whitehouse.com? Remember whitehouse.com? Yeah. I, anytime you let a domain expire, it becomes porn, and then I get an, I get an email <laughs> about it, and, and the email always is the same. I think it might even be the same dude. Uh, just FYI, uh, looks like your site mm. was hacked. It's uh, mm. a lot of unseemly stuff on there. It's now um, a bunch of keywords and a picture of a woman, 32-year-old woman <laughs> laughing while she eats salad. <laughs> yeah. You turned into a link farm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't let me die on this link farm. <laughs> I just I just concatenated two different Spinal Tap songs and broke four. And then the question becomes, if people wanted to find show notes for episode, I am not prepared at all. And so I click the keys. Do, 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 do. It is episode number 516. So you go to backtowork.limo. Yes. slash 516 and it'll take you and if I show notes there I haven't put any in there yet but I, I haven't <clears> looked I've been making coffee I, do, I realized I'm out of coffee so I didn't make a very tiny strong coffee are you doing your pour over are you doing the AeroPress yes. or what are you doing I do the pour over I do the Melita and Melita uh, number four uh, oh I love that I, dance I, I'm Melita <laughs> a little bit of caffeine that's in right, my life that's right you found it <laughs> I love when you find it I wish I could turn it off and you'll be able to pick it. No, that's what I call things Merlin said. Volume 49. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, Dan, before we head out for the week and, and leave, um, do you want to tell me about something you like? I'd love to tell you about NetSuite. NetSuite. So if you're, if you're a business owner, then you already understand that running a business is tough. It's a challenge. And there is a good chance. I'm going to weigh in. This isn't in the notes, Merlin, but I'm going to put this at a 73% chance that you Ooh, are making things harder on yourself than necessary. You're using stuff like QuickBooks, which you think, oh, that's fine, QuickBooks. Everyone uses that, right? We're going to yep, use spreadsheets, yep. right? We're going to, but you know what? These things are actually slowing you down. Maybe you're using some kind of uh, software that requires you to run a virtual machine to still be able to use it. I have oh, numerous friends who yes. run a virtual machine in order to be able to use software like that. And, so they, have and they don't love it, Dan. They don't love it at all. A virtual machine with, a, a op with an operating system inside of it and an application inside of that. And that doesn't make yeah, any sense. It's like running Docker for your life. <laughs> well, this is the thing. You're, you're also probably paying for multiple systems that are not giving you the information that you need when you need it. So here's the thing I'm going to suggest. 
I'm going to say ditch the spreadsheets, ditch the old software, ditch the machine inside of a machine. It's machines all the way down. Now it is time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. This is the world's number one cloud business system. It gives you the visibility and control over your financials, over your HR, inventory, e-commerce, you name it. Everything you need all in one place instantaneously. And it doesn't matter if you're doing a few sales or a million dollars worth of sales or hundreds of millions. This software grows with you. And uh, there are over 24,000 companies right now using NetSuite. So here's what you do. If this sounds like you want to save some time and this is right for your business, let them show you how they will benefit your business. They're doing free product tours. You just go to schedule it at NetSuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E, NetSuite.com slash back to work. Again, netsuite.com slash back to work. Go schedule your tour. Go check it out. And uh, thanks very much to NetSuite for supporting this program, Back to Work. Charlie oh, Babbitt. <clears throat> Squeeze and pull. hurt my neck in 1988. Now, before you, um, do your, before you do your thing, I... And I, before you do that... Okay. No, go ahead. No, uh, <laughs> I, I have to say something that's happening right now. I need that another happens to me. Okay, wait, hang on. Please jump in. You be the judge. You're the captain now. But here's the thing. Never mind. Go ahead. It's not important. It's not important. I'm getting that thing. Do you ever have that thing happen where geofencing is extremely confused and you get into some kind of like a cycle or a loop? You're on some knife's edge between two different things. It keeps thinking I've left and arrived at my office <laughs> for some reason. Maybe my phone's too close. Oh, they went off again. My lights keep turning on and off. Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> and my camera, my security camera keeps letting me know that that it's that it's on or off. You know, So you're you're lights. saying you're physically in your location, but it thinks yes. that you're continuously coming and going from that location. Oh, it comes and it goes, <laughs> but mostly goes. You know, to quote the song by the Lilies, uh Lilies. That's, that's a Tom Brokaw word. Your and, smart and, lights are so smart, aren't they? Keeps turning. You know what I should do um but in these words, very frustrating. Dan, please go ahead. You were going to say. Oh, okay. I almost forgot what it was. I got scared for a second. Okay. I <laughs> I made a parenting decision. I want you to weigh in on it. Oh, okay. I want you I can, to tell I me if, reverse I, adjudicate. if I did right or wrong here. Because this is already yes, happened. Yes, I'm going to be the Milton of your, your children. I, I'm going to justify the ways of uh, Dan to men. So, Which my, is also a great boy band. My <laughs> ABC. <sighs> it's going to be a rough one, isn't it? Can you feel it? It's going to be a rough what one. What has happened to the show? Heads on a swivel. I don't know. It's just, it's, I probably need to lay down. Um, Parenting. I, my, my son who is 13, you know, we watch movies in, in the evenings when we can together. And mm-hmm. most recently we watched one of my favorite movies. And I find that this movie is, as you say, divisive. There are mm-hmm. people who either really like it and think it is a masterwork, or there are people who say that was dumb it made me sad and I hate it. And the movie, of hmm. course, you obviously know I'm talking about Donnie Darko. Key, New York. No. Uh, oh, you went there. Yes. <laughs> what I remember about that is that all around me are familiar faces. Woof. Yeah. Oh, the rabbit, rabbit. Speaking, yeah, of, speaking of rabbits. And so. Yeah, well, then you, is it, what's it, who's in room 237? Is that a rabbit? Some kind of a woodland creature. It looks <laughs> like somebody from the I Am the Walrus video. Go check it out. Doing a little blowy. So um, I, hmm? he loved it. Loved really? it. And at the end of it- Are there different versions, Dan? Yes, we'll Are get to different? that. We'll get to that. Okay. Sorry, he go. looked over at me and he said, dad, that <laughs> was not a movie. That was an experience. Oh, and wow. then like three or four days later, he's like, 
I, I'm still thinking about this movie. I'm like, that's I, I have exactly a lot of questions. what I was going to say. It's it's like it or not. I mean, some people might ha- hate it and just you know out of hand reject any sort of unconventional, fantastical mm-hmm. movie. Which I get that. I mean, I personally am <clears throat> very much in the bag for stuff like that. The Charlie Kaufman averse, yes, uh, and things and things. You know, I'm, he didn't do that, but things like that. But um, well, yeah, there is visit, there is a website it's definitely one you're going to be thinking about. You are going to be thinking about that movie for a while. And whoa, the plane. There's a website called Donnie Darko, the Tangent Universe, which is, I will put into the show notes right now. It's at donniedarko.org.uk slash explanation, which is where you must go to see the explanation. But I recommend reading this and it has the explanation of philosophy of time travel. It talks about the movie. It talks about lots of different things in there. And so I read this and as I would read a paragraph, he would ask the question that the next paragraph was going to answer. So for example, I'll read a, I'll read a paragraph to you and then I'll tell you what, what the next paragraph was. And this is how into it he was. It says, according to the philosophy of time travel, when a tangent universe is created, an artifact will also spontaneously appear. The artifact is the first sign of evidence that a tangent universe has been created and are always made from metal. In this case, the artifact is a giant jet engine. And he would say, well, where does it originally come from? And the next line is, where the artifact originally comes from. So he's like, in this like he's he's like have i done wrong because now he said dad i read that there is a director's cut we need to watch that starting tonight so like are you gonna vet that i've watched it i've watched them all um i mean but it's it's not gonna undo the interestingness i hope not you know like some sometimes i mean blade runner is a great example of this i think because most people could probably watch that movie. Most normal, healthy, wholesome people could watch that movie in any version and go, that's, yeah, it's, it's, you like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. But like, oh yeah, that, I just, just realized that does not have voiceover or this has this ending. Yeah. Ditto with Brazil. Like right. those, those, all those kinds of movies. It, are you assured that the general tone and everything special of the movie doesn't get too messed up? It's not going to well, turn into like a weird doubt in me. Now I'm da- now I'm doubting it. Now and I'm not sure. I well, was no, you can sure. Look it up. I'm I mean, sure. there are endless sites like the one you're discovering here that, that will say like, "Oh, here's the difference between like the director's cut, the final cut, the theatrical cut." Mm-hmm. Yeah, the funny part is, a lot of times the th- theatrical cut ends up being the one I, I, I sort of end up liking. I, I think there's so much pressure on studios and even directors, especially producers, I guess, <clears> to <throat> develop new versions to sell to folks. You know what I mean? I, I, have I a mean, not everybody's going to gonna buy Weezer's yeah. Blue album five times like I have. I just buy it because I still <laughs> like it and I want to give it as a gift and I want to always have a backup copy. Okay, well, I was just going to say, I have a confession to make to you, which is um, you mentioned the Blade Runner. I know that the latest one that's like the, the is it called the ultimate? Final. Final. The, the, oh, okay, yeah. The, whatever <laughs> the, the most recent be an one ultimate. is. The final cut is generally regarded as the good one. Yes, and so I, I like that one. This is this is something I would never, I would never admit this publicly. I would never say this if, if I knew it was anyone but you listening. I, I don't know why, and there's something wrong with me, but I, I miss the narration when I watched the final cut. He's so mad. You can tell he's so mad. I miss it. I know it's wrong. I know it's bad. I know it ruins the movie, but it's the movie to and me. He hated it. He hated having to do yes. it. Yes. And it's, it's so funny. I've watched Goodfellas twice this week. <laughs> um, and because I just, sometimes I watch Goodfellas uh-huh. and because it's one of those things, I don't know. It's like kissing an ex where you're like, oh yeah, I get this. And, and so you, um, but I watched it again, and the second time I watched it this week, uh, my wife and I, my wife, when I were watching it, and I was like, you know, this is, I've probably said this before, and I probably say this every time, but it is extraordinary, extraordinary to me how good and how important the use 
of voiceover is in this. It's not only well done, but the decisions, like the point at which we go from Henry to Karen, mm -hmm. is at a really important point in the movie. I think it's when she has the bloody you know, pistol in her hand. You know, other women would have blah, blah. Um, but it's so interesting because, uh, and, and she was a film student, so we're just talking about that. Like so often voiceover is something you add I don't think voiceover is usually meant to be used as much as it ends up being used in a movie. Mm -hmm. And the reason it's being used is usually because they lost something in the edit. They lost something in the script. It's a, cr it's a crutch. So then, it's seen as a crutch. It, it can be a crutch, but it's a lot. It's practically like the thing where you show the shot of the back of someone's head while they're talking. And then they add the part where they go, <laughs> it turned out that she was a sex robot from Venus. And you're like, well, I didn't really get that until the third reel. That's kind of weird. Um, yeah, okay, that's interesting to me. I've certainly thought about showing it to her. Is it so? Does the thing don't hey, everybody don't listen for a minute? Does that constitute a, a bootstrap paradox? Yes, it seems to. Oh, it seems to. What about pre have you tried predestination with them? Not yet, but we just finished loop, loop, looper, looper, looper. There's the, the one sex scene in the beginning you've got to you've got to fast forward through or have them put the blanket over them. Uh, but yep. it, it does not long lasting. And then you can. It's got eye, it's got eye drugs. Yeah, I'm not worried about the eye drugs. There's a phrase in our house that um, has really popped up. Uh, really, I think it started with the boys, <clears throat> which I knew from the outset was probably not the perfect thing to show to my kid, especially once some heads start exploding. <laughs> yeah. but anyway, but it's it's absolutely exquisite. We watch it almost every night. We watch usually what's the one, the one called uh, Over the Hills and Far Away, uh, down, down the Mountain with a Thousand Swords, whatever that one really good episode Lord is. Lord of the we Rings. We watch that a lot. Yep, 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 yep. Well, I think they call it, yeah, ring job. <clears throat> and so the, uh, in the Shire. And um, I think that, uh, what was my point? Oh, so a thing comes up at the beginning, you go, boom, 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 or whatever, hey, Amazon. It comes up, and then they show the, the parental thing. And the free, the free, you know where it says like, Oh, you know, what, what it actually contains, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sexual, I mean, and, and they are almost always useless. It, I mean, if you actually wanted to use those advisories to make a decision, let me ask you this, Dan. This is a classic <laughs> from our from our archives. Oh gosh, I don't know if we should watch this. It has adult situations, right? What does that mean? Well, I know what that means. It means it's usually some uh, some complex ideas that you would just assume keep a very small kid away from. But once the kid's somewhere between ten and fifteen, I think you find yourself asking, well, what kind of adult situations? Mm -hmm. My kid would like a warning. That are, there, are there any gas masks at all in this? In which case, we will not even own it or have it on the TV. Mm. Every little kid is tweaked by something. Mm -hmm. Is there scary music in a dark forest? I know half a dozen kids that they could watch, oh my God, they could watch Grey's Anatomy, like something really bad. They could watch something extremely violent. But if there's any, like, oh, think about it. Did you ever watch Over the Garden Wall, that wonderful show? No, Man, I haven't. Show. I have not. Oh, it's so good. Over the Garden um, Wall. But it's got scary wood stuff and music and there's monsters in it. But huh. it's adorable. If you like Adventure Time, definitely check oh, out I'm Over the Garden I'm looking at some wall. pictures. It's very cute. Yeah, it's super cute. Um, especially the one at, at the school where they sing uh, that song. Oh, potatoes and molasses. Really good. And but but every kid is every every sperm is sacred and every kid is different. Every kid is freaked out by different things. So the boys comes on and, you know, the advisories pop up usually in like a little, like on Netflix, they do it as kind of a small thing in the upper left, often hilarious. And, uh, but you know, there's certain episodes where there's certain episodes where there might be one or two where you say like brief nudity and, you know, fantasy violence or something like that. Right. But then like there'll be certain episodes of the boys that pop up and there'll be like nine of those and we'll go, Ooh, that's a lot of tags. 
<laughs> we start calling them tags. Yeah. So now every time it comes up, and you may find yourself saying, you should go, oh, that's not too many tags. We can watch this. <laughs> but the tags in, I mean, Donnie Darko, I'm trying to remember what in that, apart from just the disturbingness. Now in my head, oh, shame on me. I'm mentally confusing it a little bit with American Beauty, which has not. Oh my gosh, I don't. That is so strange that you say that because I was doing the same thing. It, 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 Why is watching that? Donnie Darko triggered wrong memories of, of uh, American Beauty, and I'm like, oh, I definitely can't show him American Beauty yet. Also, it's just not good. American Beauty we is thinking. not good. I mean, I haven't seen it in ages. I saw it on a date, and it's not you know, setting the right mood. I don't think for a well, date. I had been. I it was one of those things where. I don't know. I don't. Whoever did their marketing did a real good job, because it was very. What I remember is this is probably ninety nine. Must be ninety nine because I was on a date. Um, <laughs> uh, some things are easier to remember than others for context clues. <laughs> anyway, it would have been ninety eight, and it would have been two thousand, because I'm a serial monogamist. I'm always on the move, <laughs> and so <laughs> it had been so hyped, 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 hyped. hyped. I mean, there was a lot of uh, people love Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. and people loved, um, what's her dingus, that wonderful actress, the Warren Beatty lady. What's her name? Wonderful lady. Who's the lady? Who's the lady? Roller girl? No, not world. No. Uh, I could I could look it up. Um, I could look it up. American <laughs> Beauty. I'm looking it up. J- Jensen Benson. No, I know who you mean. Her name is Ben. No, it's her not. No, Ben. No. Jessica nope. Benoit. Nope. Pan. Dora Stork. <laughs> it's like in the in the scene in uh, being John Malkovich, where he's like sounding at her, Mary Angelo Betty Lambo Dang Annette Benning. Annette Benning. She's an actress. I love her. Yeah. And then you got the girl, and it's real creepy. And then you got the guy with the camera and the other girl. And then to this day, every time for whatever reason we see anything blowing around airborne on the street. <laughs> Whoever saw it first says to the other, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Have you shown this to do you your remember daughter? that? The, of course the I freaking do. plastic bag. Yeah. It's a beautiful and thing. And it was like so meaningful that the creepy boy is is shooting it with his camera. Yeah. Oh my God. And I think he's I in Yellowstone. He's a full full grown person now. Well, hang on. I just had a vision. I just remembered his eyebrows. Is he the guy in the first Hunger Games? No, it can't be. I don't. Think okay, so, so West Bentley is his name. The game Bentley. designer, mm-hmm. West Duty. What? West Duty's a, an actor. West Bentley is the guy's name. West Bentley. <laughs> American Beauty. <laughs> Mina Savari. Mina. 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 That's not Mia Sorvino. Totally different head. Totally different. Oh, Sam Mendes. Okay, I know him. Wes Bentley. How old was she? Was she of age in that? Oh yeah, she was born in 79. Dude, 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 I think it's totes that guy. Yes! Okay, American Beauty Bagman is also in Yellowstone, which I've heard is very good. Very good, very good. And he's the guy with the weird facial hair, the game designer in the first Hunger Games. All right. You remember that? I don't. (sighs) You're making me crazy. Wes Bentley, Peter, Peter Gallagher. Oh, right. Mina Suvari, mm-hmm. Mina Mia, Mia Sorvino. Okay, so she was born in seventy nine, and the film was out in ninety nine. It means it was filmed in ninety eight. Everybody plays younger, mm-hmm. and uh, and so 
Oh, let's say she's filming. That's they're cutting it close, is what they're doing. They're I can't believe I just did that facial 19. arithmetic in my head. I'm super impressed that I was not looking at a photo. I just remember. Do you remember how creepy that guy's eyes look in American Beauty? Mm-hmm. Remember how creepy he is? Don't give up camera? on me, Dad. It's the best Don't line. Don't give in the movie. up on me, Thora Birch. Well, you don't hear from her much anymore. What was she in? She was in American. Oh, she's in Ghost World. Oh, she was in Ghost World. <laughs> it requires oh, a ghostly God. voice when you say it. I what guess. a stacked cast! You got uh, you got you got uh, you got uh, Black Widows in that when she's little. You got uh, Buscemi. You got that that fun Bollywood scene. <clears throat> I love movies. I was going to talk about iOS fourteen point five, but I think we're almost out of time. No, hmm. we got time. We got a lot. Of, <clears throat> we're halfway <clears throat> halfway there. Living oh, on a okay. prayer. Oh, uh, Thor Birch is thirty eight. That hurts my heart. That's yeah. So she was. Her. So she was nineteen in it. So it's it's legal. Tremendous but it was, forehead. It was close. Mina Suvari has a good forehead too. Yeah, I don't Alice know. Janney, I think she's like a beautiful bird. Well, answer the question. Yep. Did you show it? Did you show an American Beauty to your daughter? Jesus, no. It's a terrible okay. movie. Is it? Well, see, I, in my head, I confused it a lot with Donnie Dark. <laughs> no, I, I don't think movie. it's very. I think. Oh boy, I, I'm going to give myself, you know what, I can't even say this, I'm going to be so canceled. I'm going to give myself another week or two to try, no, I'm not going to say it. Sometimes there's a lot of pressure on a person to go and watch a show. We talked about this last week. There's a show that everybody's been talking about for a few weeks now. Yeah, Ted Lasso. And then we talk, mentioned last week, oh, oh you got to go see it, turn off your phone, it's the Magic Man, and but oh, the last half hour is a kick in the head. And it's like, I'm so embarrassed to say this. I have tried three times to get through that show, including with my lady friend in a dark room with phones off, entire thing. <sighs> have you watched the magic show on Hulu? The magic you know what show. You I'm talking about? No. In no. and of itself. The magic in show. In of itself. Yeah. No. The Magic okay, Show I'm is a one-act one musical with music and lyrics uh, by uh, Stephen. Don't, don't know anything about it. Don't even know that it's on TV. Uh, okay. Anyway, I'm going to give myself another week or two, and I'm going to try it again. And this time, I'm going to see if I can make it all the way through. But we we were halfway through, and we and I was like, um, I'm trying so hard to like this. I'm trying so hard to like this. But like, should we just go watch Thirty Rock or whatever? And she's like, mm. Absolutely. I was like, I think I'm. We might be the only two people in the United States. And I know, I know, you got to watch it to get to the last half hour. I know, and it's only an hour and a half. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know all the things. But now I've tried three times, and I don't think it's very good so far. But I'm going to give myself again? I another don't even know what it, Hulu? You can't talk about it, Dan. You're going to spoil it. Even knowing the name, even oh. know, knowing that it's available in the United States is a spoiler. Okay. You check it out. Go check it out. It's on Hulu. It's in and of itself. And and, and it's apparently great. And I know what's going to happen. Of course, I'm going to get to the end and then I'm going to be that guy. And I'm going to become Ted Lasso guy all over again. And I'm going to feel stupid that I said this. I'm going to ask you to act like the show never existed. You know, let alone this episode. <sighs> a lot of pressure, Dan. A lot of pressure. A lot of people in, Mer in American Beauty have good foreheads. <clears throat> a lot of good foreheads. <clears throat> anyway, is there anything else you want to tell me about you like? Yeah, I want to tell you about Squarespace. Squarespace. There is so much that you can do with Squarespace. You can, uh, you can, you can. So let's say you've got a physical. I can save a lot of time just by saying what you can't do. Well, that we'd be just done with the ad because you can do everything. That's all right. Okay. You can huh. blog. What if I want to have a blog or publish other kinds yes, of internet you content? You can do that. You can Gallery. 
Yeah, what about, what about uh, is there powerful e-commerce for me to run my own store? Can there I sell literally is. anything? Yes. Can I customize the look and feel, the settings, all that stuff? Can I do that? Built in. We're talking about Squarespace, right? Yes. Okay, tell me more. You can also uh, showcase the work that you've done. If, you, if you're like a band, you want to hmm. upload your, make a band, band site, you can make a band site. It has a built-in like, player. I feel band a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, it's optimized <laughs> for mobile right out of the box. You can customize everything like you said. Uh you know, the templates, the designs that are built in are, are beautiful. You're not going to be able, listen, you're not going to be able to design this on your own. You're just not. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got to go to them because they have all that. They own the designs now. Don't waste your time. For the web. Why are you wasting your time? You go to Squarespace, you drag, you drop. It's a doddle. Don't be a nut. Like, just go, go get Squarespace. 24-7 support. You have a question, they've won they awards. Have they've won awards, Dan. But, you, but we're always talking about this. And we fly by it because apparently there's still five or six people that aren't on the Squarespace. You need to do that Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Build it beautiful. And But here's the thing. When you talk about built for mobile right out of the box, the other, it's, so yes, it's set to be, as we used to say, responsive. We don't even say that anymore. Responsive used to be like a whole like sub-career in your full stack. Oh, yeah. And now today, they take care of that for you. And one thing I love, and I'm on a couple different versions of Squarespace, so I forget which is which. I'm saying, staying on some legacy things for my own selfish reasons. But on the modern version that you guys are going to use, they have the coolest thing, which is you can... In their preview mode, you do all your stuff. Only you see the changes. You you commit them to be public. Mm-hmm. Push them to production, mm-hmm. as Dan likes to, likes to say. Yeah, I do say that. But what I love is that little dingus where you can see what it will look like on different devices. If you're on your Macintosh computer like I am, I can see what this will look like on a, a phone device or a tablet device, like right in the browser on my Mac. How do they do that? Do they have, have like, a, a, like com- a person? You used just- to have to pay a company in Israel $48 a month to be able to do that. Did you know that? Do you remember that? I do remember that, Yes. It's like Java thing. It would like take a picture of what in an Israeli picture of what what your site would look like. You wait for it to render. I have and then not you could see what it looks site. like on Internet Explorer five point two five six nine. That was a yeah. crazy website, and it wasn't very useful. But I remember you needed it though, because there was one weird bug that like you know that only was happening. And you remember like you did, if you put the head matter in the wrong place, there used to be things you had to put in the head just to make Internet Explorer certain versions happy. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, you had to do it in a certain order. Mm-hmm. It was like black magic. Mm-hmm. Not not a good way. And Squarespace is right there in the browser. It's Squarespace. Build, build it beautiful. Keep going. So if you want to build it beautiful. Don't stop on my account. If you go, go over to squarespace.com <clears throat> slash it's your show. And you can use one the word. promo code it's your show, one word. And you will save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And this is a wonderful, wonderful way to get in there and show the support for us and, and what we do. You, and you also- just go visit the site and like reload it five or six times, maybe go into incognito mode nine or 12 times. It definitely helps the show. It really does. Yeah. So sponsors like to know that people are looking at their thing. That's a lot of the value of an ad is people look at your thing. Imagine if every single listener went to this. They they would not bring squarespace.com down, but they would notice. Can't do it. They would notice. You can't do it. No. So I can't do it. Yeah. Super weird. Super weird. Uh, it's your show. Um, our thanks to Squarespace for supporting 5 by 5 and Back to Work. Um, yeah, yeah. The problem now is attention. The problem now is, and I, I'm, I, I'm not saying this in like, like, like the annoying dad way, but like my kid does spend a fair amount of time now, well, life mediated through the screen, which often like a lot of the day now is like hanging out with their friends, um, doing FaceTime with their friends, mm-hmm. you know, and like playing Minecraft while they have FaceTime and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle, if it's, especially if it's a new property. If we're going to watch an episode of The Boys, that can just be on in the background. 
while she while she does copy pasta memes about John Mulaney. But it's sometimes difficult. I, I now then I become that dad who's like the Steely Dan dad title, who's always saying, shh, 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 be really quiet, here comes the good part. Listen to that hi-hat. And nobody likes that dad. Nobody likes the Rick Murata hi-hat dad who makes everybody stop. I'll, I'll rewind it. You got to go back and listen. He has the hi-hat open just a hair. That's what he says, just a hair. So that's me now. And I'm like, could you please, could you please watch the extremely important setup of this movie, the cold open before the credits? Because this is all going to come back later. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you have you watched the TV show? I think you should leave on Netflix. No, you know the hot dog, the guy in the hot dog suit. That meme. No, you're not a big comedy guy, are you? Do you I like mean, to laugh? Do you, does anyone remember laughter? <laughs> I I don't. If I'm if I'm left to my own devices, it's a higher chance that I would put in, uh, put on like a like a World War II documentary than a comedy. Like mm-hmm. you know X-tube. something like that. Red Tube, Homegrown Simpsons stuff it may not be for you, but, but I, I do like it. The- if someone else is like, "Hey, let's watch something funny," I'm all, I'm for it. I'm all there. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Have you ever seen the sketch, the SNL sketch called Rumball Rock? It's got uh, Jason Sudeikis <laughs> and this other guy as John Tesh and his brother, yeah, pitching the <laughs> NBA. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball, cause I'm going on dunk it. You seen, you seen Rumball Rock? Yes. Right? Yes. So Jason Sudeikis is John Tesh, and the guy playing his brother is Tim Robinson, who used to be a writer and occasional performer. Like, he wasn't even, I don't think he was even featured. I mm-hmm. think he was just a writer who was on the show sometimes and stuff he wrote. And uh, so my pitch for I Think You Should Leave is it's a show by Tim Robinson and some other people, including um, Richard Splett from uh, Veep, is his longtime comedy partner. They had a show called Detroiters that was really funny. Um, but it's a nice little fun group of like tightly knit, like Michigan people making these shows. And I think you should leave is, um, I'm going to put it up there with Ted Lasso, Tiger King, probably other things, the boys as, as like really COVID time shows. I'm always going to remember. I, I personally, when I get home and I'm training the Roomba and, and like polishing my lenses, that's when I will just put on. And I think you should leave any one. There's only like six. But if you like wackadoo comedy that has a, an edge and some turns, it's stupid, smart comedy. But the thing about almost everything he does, so we'll go back to Rumball Rock. Okay, the premise of John Tesh, who did actually write the NBA theme song. Okay, that was a tr- that's a true thing. So that is, you know that is actually literally written by John Tesh from Entertainment Tonight, right? I did not know that. No, it's totally true. Seriously, okay, so we start, no, it's you're funny. pulling my leg. It's funny to have Jason Sudeikis dressed up like John Tesh, including the weird the weird vest, mm-hmm. right? It's really funny the idea of the pitch meeting where John Tesh from Entertainment Tonight. I'm, I'm explaining a joke, so deal with it. It comes in, and like J- the wonderful Jason Sudeikis, uh, now uh, of Ted Lasso, that's funny. You know what's funnier? Vince Vaughn is the guy leading the meeting. You know what's even funnier? Oh, by the way, um, John Tesh has brought in his brother, Dave, I want to say, who he regards as the real brains of the operation. Like all of the stuff that John, that the Tesh brothers come up with, it all starts, I think, with his dreams or something like that. Anyway, that's really funny. That it is played by Tim Robinson, in his very funny, over-the-top way, is extremely funny. And that what we're learning is the Tash Brothers originally conceived of the NBA song as starting with the lyrics, and then John wrote the music for it. And the lyrics go, ba 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 basketball give it to me because I'm going to dunk it over and over and over and over. Now we're getting funny. 
you've seen this. It's good. It's very good. And then they say, oh, can we hear it with just the music, not the lyrics? But then it takes the turn, and they start trashing the NBA's office with tiny hammers. They start methodically breaking glass with mm -hmm. tiny hammers. <laughs> and then Jason Sudeikis goes, oh, no, it happened again. I, I didn't want, never wanted this to happen again. And he says, well, then why did you bring tiny hammers? <laughs> it's, it's stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. It's smart. But then there's always at least one twist, uh -huh. everything Tim Robinson does. So one of my recommendations is if you haven't seen it and you like to laugh, check out I Think You Should Leave. Um, they're, they're, all the episodes are great. Uh, as they say, a stacked cast, uh, including Richard Splett. You're the only one that Gram says Gram that, Gr though. Grammy Splett calls it a splatter. What? I'm the only one who says what? That guy's got a nice head of white hair, beautiful. The dog looks the same. Mm -hmm. Speaking well, of that- This one goes west. Go, I put this in the show notes. I don't want to forget. I want to mention it. If you go to goodfellaspainting.com- Oh, boy. You can get the I've painting. I've seen the photograph. Well, the photograph was in like National Geographic or something? Yeah, it was. I think it was a National Geographic thing. Uh, but you can buy the you can That's buy this. I told you about my painting as a painting. <laughs> and depending on how big of a oof, painting oof. you want, you can get it. There's an oil painting reproduction is 179. Oh, nice. uh, a, a canvas print is only 100 bucks. Oh, that seems pretty good. And is this made by a person? Is it is it machine learning uh, AI? Like, how does it get made? I don't know. Let's see if this site says anything about it. I, yeah, I, I bought a um, I bought a painting that a chimp made one time. I'm sorry. It was, it was allegedly uh, uh, finger painted by Cheetah. From do they Tarzan. know what they're doing? I know chimps are smart. No, but the do whole they thing's know made what up. They're doing? It turns out it was a scam. I bought I bought something that a man made. How do you know? Paint. I mean, it apparently it was revealed as as a as a scam. Oh. Supposedly, it was this way to like, oh, we're going to house and feed Cheetah, who's very very old. This is an old ass chimp had been like <laughs> in the Johnny Weissmuller movies. Okay, Cheetah. Look it up. I remember in the Philadelphia Zoo when I was a boy, they had an elephant painting. Not a painting of an elephant, but an elephant engaged in the activity of painting. And my dumb dad language. would not dumb language this buy is. me this stupid painting. Yes. He wouldn't. Huh. He's like, it's $45. I'm not buying that. I'm like, but it's an elephant. It painted with a like it. You go live with your mother. Yes. Okay. Um, so the you want to hear point, it? Do you want to hear it? Well, give it to me once, and then I need to really ground myself in where we are in this conversation. Dan, Dan, give it to you one time. What did your mom used to say when when you would have a tiff with her? And if you don't like it, you can go live with your father. That's it. That was a good um, one. I had another. Is there anything I'm leaving off? So I would say, yeah, I think you should leave on Netflix. I'll put it in show notes. And um, but so most of you who are in that universe and have seen the best meme of 2020, which is the man in the hot dogs suit saying, we're all just trying to figure out who did this. So the scene, you've certainly seen that meme. You see the guy in a hot dog suit with the caption, we're all just trying to figure out who did this. Yeah. That's a scene where a hot dog, cold open is just the sound of a crash on black, come up on a hot dog car. Not like the hot, not like the Oscar Mayer, but like okay. a car shaped like a hot dog on a bun has crashed through the window of a f clothing store full of people. <clears throat> but not the hot, not the Oscar Mayer one? No, it's a personal hot dog car. And everybody's saying, <laughs> oh my God, what happened? Oh my God, what is this? We've got to figure out. And then you, they cut to a man in a very inexpensive looking hot dog suit going, yeah, we got to figure out who did this. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's how and th but then it's got the twist okay i'm just gonna steal as many suits as i can carry and get into that random car random anyway 
I think you should leave is very good. Now, for you who are operating at the 202 level and are already uh, a fan of I think you should leave, I want to recommend another, another thing because I sprang this on my daughter last night. And it's like discovering, you know, like when they found the Honeymooners episodes in the 80s and they're like, oh my God, there's a ton of Honeymooners episodes yes. we didn't know still existed. Yes. We lost the kinescopes or whatever. But um, there's a show that Netflix did called The Characters. And it's kind, of, it's kind of weird, even by Netflix standards, but it's basically a little, as they would say, a limited series. And each one is a miniature special by a comedian. Um, and one of those is by Tim Robinson. So I want to recommend to you, the audience, if you, if you, if you haven't seen it, I think you should leave, give it a try. Cause it really is. If you like the kind of stuff that makes me just fall apart laughing, check it out. Um, and oh God, Fred Willard. And I think his final performance is so good on, I think you should leave Tim Heidecker. Amazing on the episode that he's in. It really, if you enjoy stuff like Mr. Show, but like maybe even a little more like arch and like weird. Uh, oh, and uh, Andy Samberg is a producer. He's on one of the episodes. Now, so what this, I want to suggest the, is... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Huh? No, no, I, continue. No, no. Speak, speak. No. Oh, I just got a note from you. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. No, no. If you, no, But no. if you look at the front of the that's Wienermobile... A, that's, a, that's, a, that's a full-on Wienermobile, I think you were looking at here. That's, a, that's a short, at, by the way, the, right there. The, the, what people don't look at with this thing, they're always their eyes always drawn to the wiener. So they're looking mm -hmm. at the wiener, and they forget then, to look at the bun. And oh, the, I see. It's like Basha says. little eyes... I'm pointing at the moon. I point at the moon. You look at my wiener. Right. And yeah. it, it's got little eyes and a little happy, smiling mouth. That car is badass. It that is. car looks like something that, like, I want to say, like a manta. It looks like something that, like, Green Hornet would drive. Yes. It's really cool. It's Take so off that cool. wiener and you got a pretty good car. You know what top. I would want would be one of those sort what? of domed windshields like Speed Racer has on the Mach 5. Put that oh, on top of God. the wiener mobile instead of the wiener? Well, because it reminds me a little bit of, like, a luxury train where you got, like, the view car. Oh yeah, like, it's kind of it's really it looks more like a bus. I'm not gonna zoom in on this because then that'll be in my cache. But um, well, what's bad I would about I that? would put it in there. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's your son's name. So <laughs> the point being, check out. Oh, there's other people on the characters you might recognize. Do you know who I mean, Richard Splett? Did you watch Veep? Uh yeah, I didn't see all of the seasons, but I should I go and oh my god, it? should that I show. resume it? I would say yeah. Okay. I mean the post. Inuchi years are different, but still extremely good. And the, the Jonas character is, oh my God, Jonas character. And of course, Richard Splett, he gets better and better. Oh God, um, whatchamacallit, um, uh, the Veeps, uh, you know, Julia Louis-Dreyfus's um, daughter. Real and, life daughter? No, a daughter on the show. Like she has a great arc. Um, that guy, TJ, what's his head? It's a family show. Guy as, it's a family show. The brother. Anyway, check it out. Now, check it out. That's TV. That's TV and uh, you love to see it. Wiener, <laughs> Fred Willard. I'll see if I can find, you know what I will do? I will, um, I, I realize I'm probably preaching to the choir, but a lot of people would have said I was doing that about Ted Lasso a few months ago. And now who's the happy boy? Hmm? Right? Yeah, everyone. You got sick of hearing humble. about it until you watched it. Um, I'll see if I can find some of my favorite sketches. You certainly have probably seen the one, again, classic meme material. The guy with the white hair saying um, um, he admitted it. He admitted. Have you ever seen that one? No. That's from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, there's a fake commercial about how if, you, if you're tired of being bald and having a wig, you can hire a gorilla to tear the hair off your head at the office. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a lot of really good stuff. Woman who buys J uh, Jim Davis's house and everything is, uh, looks like Garfield. It's really sophisticated stuff. Ba -ba 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 <laughs> it sounds very... 
I wanted to just, uh, anything you got here? I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the 14.5 stuff because yeah. obviously I, we've only had this developer beta for a day, but I think it's, it's a very interesting, looks to be a very interesting, very Apple release. Well, you can apparently unlock your Mac or your phone with a mask on if you're wearing your Apple Watch. Is that, do I have that right? Yes. Yes. Um, it is incredible. And the, the, but to understand how, yes, you got it right. But I want I would, I would phrase it this way: that if you're wearing, yeah, if you're wearing a watch, and you unlock your iPhone, well, go, start to like bring it up to your face while you're wearing a mask. You'll feel that on your wrist, and it unlocks. It's, it isn't. It's that yes, you need to be wearing a, a mask for it to happen. And apparently, story from the insiders is that this is very complicated, complicated to implement. And maybe why unlocking your Mac with the watch hasn't been working so great lately mm. that they were actually like working on this. Anyway, it's miraculous, Dan. I, I got it the second I heard about it. Um, loaded everything. You need the seven point, you need the, the watch, uh, watch OS beta and you need the iOS beta. I don't know if it works on iPad. I have it on my phone because I'm a cowboy like that. And I had to go, uh, as you know, uh, do my daily trip to Walgreens. And uh, I bought two different kinds of claret, and the lady was confused. I said, one's for my wife, one, one's for me. You know, his and hers, like, like, like Grandpa Bucket. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it worked. And I had the full stack Apple experience. This is the dream, Dan. It's like going to this horrible Walgreens. And luckily, I'm second in line for the pharmacy. Because, you know, you really want to spend a ton of time during a pandemic in the place where literally everyone is sick. Um, and so anyway, I go in there. I'm wearing the mask. I, I, I have to, what do I got to do? You go to Walgreens, what happens? Please enter your phone number. Like a sucker? No. Tapa tapa on the watch, hold it up. My Walgreens information gets entered on the terminal, right? So far, so good. Which still is wonderful. I absolutely love that. Um, I do have to show, let's see, I got to show ID. I did that. I pay for it with Apple Pay. But also while I'm moseying around and seeing what else is on my list, I, I hold it up to my face with a mask on. Mm -hmm. I forget that it's on there for a second and I hear, and it's like, it's unlocked. It was, it was, it's the dream. And I think that's what's kind of interesting. I don't know. I mean, we all have good days and bad days with Apple, but like, I think this release is interesting. Yeah, you nailed it. The top, the, the sort of marquee feature is this post-COVID edition of something that allows, I mean, can you think about how complicated that is, Dan? I mean, above all else, the thing you, the place where you really don't want to eat the booger <laughs> is on unintentionally <laughs> leaving something in an unlocked state. Right. That's real bad. That's the part that people are worried about. They 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 don't want to yes. set their phone down, have it be unlocked, and some uh, Snoopy Snooperton comes and looks at them yeah. and sees something. Well, it's also kind of cool that I th I had thought about. So I mean, first of all, like it is very cool and convenient to be able to unlock your Mac with your watch. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. It's you know like Touch ID on a laptop. Mm -hmm. Boy, you just never want to go back. You feel like a caveman typing, typing in all that stuff all the time. Back. It just feels nuts. Um, it really is. It's that 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 I do feel like is pretty miraculous, right? Um, so, but then to also have that, it just must be an incredibly complicated thing to solve to to be safe about. Now, one thing that is cool, I wondered about that as well, Dan, and thought, okay, well, just because. So, if I have my watch on, can somebody just go unlock my phone? And I bet there's a lot of proximity to that. I'll tell you this, if I'm at my desk, I sit down at my desk and I'm reaching somewhere to my left, just like two, a foot or two further than normal, frequently my Mac will not unlock because it says it's too far away. Mm -hmm. And that's without, does this Mac, I've had since Christ was a corporal, um, does not have the ultra wide 
bandwidth stuff. That's just standard Bluetooth plus Wi-Fi plus whatever, secret sauce. So I imagine that's happening with the watch as well. But the other cool thing is, so you hold it up to your face instantly. You feel, I love it. It's a great haptic. The greatest haptic right now is handoff to a HomePod mini. It does the most satisfying staccato um, haptic. It's so cool. But this happens, it unlocks. You feel the and you look and your watch now says, um, blah, 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 phone unlocked. Um, and then there's a button right there to click lock. Do you follow? Yes. So if you get that very prominent haptic, mm -hmm. I don't know if this is making sense. If you feel that very prominent haptic, unique haptic, it's not like any other thing. I guess it's a little like their usual unlock thing, but you definitely notice it. So if you did, for some reason, you know, have a concern that your phone three feet away had been unlocked, you can just click the lock button, which is cool. That's very smart. It's nice that they thought of that. I guess they were anticipating what people would be worried about. Well, I mean, I don't know much, I don't know anything really about the background of this, but it certainly, it seemed like kind of uh, unfortunate, not poor, but unfortunate timing that Face ID was something we were all, it got faster, it got better, and then we started wearing masks and it sucks. And, you know, it's just one of the, one of the less monumental, oh, wow, we never planned for that things. You know, all of my smart cameras that have face detection are like, they've given up. They just can't tell who anybody is anymore because everybody looks like a robber. Mm -hmm. um, but it is neat to me that, you know, my brain is dim enough that I say, oh God, we should bring back Touch ID. Well, mm, yeah, the Touch ID is not the next thing. That's the previous thing. They're not going to put that back on phones. Although my, my pharmacist- Wait a minute, you don't think um, so? Because I was just reading that they're going to be doing like, the touch ID under the screen type thing. If they do, it will be different. But for example, but let's let me put it to you this way. So my other pharmacist, that my pharmacist, that my other pharmacy, <clears throat> uh, early on, maybe March or April, um, I was talking about you know iPhone stuff or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, well, I'm I'm not going to get a new iPhone that doesn't have Touch ID because you know it's like he's used to that, and he wears a mask all day, and he's answering text messages from people like me. He's a really good pharmacist." But do you follow, like, this has been something that's been, I guess at that point, if face ID is something that potentially prevents you or dissuades you from getting a new phone, that's not great. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I think that would be great. I, I wish, there's a part of me that wishes, you know, like uh, the inside, uh, inside the front door of every apartment in a comedy based in New York, it's always got like 16 locks on it. Mm -hmm. Like that's always the joke. I mean, I personally would really not, I would not mind situations where I'm going to go through TSA and I want everything locked down. I want one password to be in travel mode. I want, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I would even say I would like stuff like uh, in certain situations outside this geofence, uh, given these conditions, let me quote unquote log in, but, but have a delay even. That sounds weird, but you know what I mean? Like I, I don't want a thing where it's super easy for somebody to stick my thumb on something and have all my stuff and eat it up yum. No, I don't want that. <laughs> I, I would I would like stuff with very, we can get very limited access to certain kinds of things. Remember back in the day, they would say like, just to know that your phone's not a bomb. They would say like, or your computer. Oh like, yeah, they make you turn it on, like look at it to make sure exactly. it actually worked which and wasn't be, a prop. Which would be fine, but ask yourself this, like the habit you have, go look at your screen time and go see how many times a day you pick up your phone. It's pretty scary. Honestly, I'll tell, you what, you, I'll tell you what, let me just interject this. Please, yeah. We've talked about the future of like <laughs> personal assistance and con and all of that stuff. It's so infuriating 
to be, you're on your phone. You're on your phone. You're holding your phone. You've unlocked your phone. You've been staring at your phone reading an article and the article's talking about a great new app and you download the app, but you can't buy the app because you've got to re-authenticate. It's still me. It's been me the whole time. You authenticated me to use the phone. I haven't even set yeah. the phone down yet, but I have to re-authenticate to do a different thing. It's still it, it, me. It is frustrating. I, that, imagine that, I that. Imagine that, Merlin. Imagine that you went to a, to a store and you walked through the, and you had to show your ID when you walked into the store, but then to buy it, you had to show your ID again. And that we live with that kind of thing on in software all the time. Constant but, re-authentication. I, mean, I, I, I hear you. Frustrating. And I, and I, okay, but like, think about this. No, when angry. you go through... Okay, just come when you are. I think when you go through TSA, you got to, you know, have them fill your balls and <clears> see <throat> if you have any green parallelograms on you and all that stuff. And uh, and I always do. I think it's my shampoo or something. My ass is always, my ass always has a green parallelogram and I don't know why. You know what I'm talking about? Where you go through the splatter detector, whatever it's called, the shatter gun? Yeah. Sure. So well, they check your ID when you go through TSA, but then they also want to see your boarding pass and potentially your ID at the gate. And I don't think that's, a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. I get that. In this case, of all these things, I that is an inconvenience, but it doesn't bug me as much as some things. So anyway, uh, how about, uh, maybe we'll come back next week and talk more about this uh, these releases. Uh, again, developer releases, uh, betas, but the app tracking thing, app tracking trans transparency, mm -hmm. very interested in how that's going to work. And Dan, for you, <clears throat> we finally get uh, emoji search on iPad. I'm so happy that we finally have that. I mean... Oh, oh, you don't even allow emojis on your site. It's a little racist. That's the old side. You know on Fireside, it works fine. Yeah, I suppose. It's a, it's a UTF-8 thing. Yeah. Well, you should drink cranberry juice. To lower you your blood UTF. pressure, or is that? Well, you know, at least it's an ethos. Um, let's, let's button this up. <laughs> All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man. Yeah.